Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Northwest Arkansas, Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas. Big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey folks, Randy Wilburn here from I Am Northwest Arkansas. This is just a quick disclaimer for today's episode. I sat down with Dr. Bree Beal Jackson, a chiropractor here locally in Northwest Arkansas. And I just wanted to say that anything that we talked about today is for informational purposes only and educational purposes and more importantly, entertainment purposes. Nothing that is shared in this episode today is to be construed as medical advice or guidance. This is purely for informational purposes only. If you have a doctor or you need to see a doctor, please see one and don't rely on what you read on the internet or what you hear on a podcast to be your guidance. If anything, gain information, gain understanding, but also see an expert when all else is said and done. So I hope this is disclaimer enough to tell you that this is a special episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. We will be talking about chiropractic practices on this episode, but we are not rendering any advice. It's it's a lot of storytelling and a lot of good information purely for entertainment purposes. I hope you enjoy it. Cue the music. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. 
Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilbur. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I am your host, Randy Wilburn. I'm excited to be with you as I always am. I'm sitting here in the uh, Furman Garner Performance Studio right here at KUAF, and I'm so excited to be able to record another episode of the podcast here. I certainly appreciate the sponsorship, and more importantly, it's really a partnership that I have with KUAF and the only NPR station here in Northwest Arkansas. 91.3. Got to check them out. And if you didn't know, my podcast airs on Ozarks at Large every Tuesday, sometime between, oh, I don't know, 12 and also at seven o'clock because the show comes on twice a day, Monday through Friday. And if you don't catch that, you can also catch the podcast for Ozarks at Large. So I really want to encourage you to tune in to what KUAF is doing I mean, we have to support public radio just like we have to support public television. It's important. And so my commercial is over as far as that's concerned. But I I do want for you, the listener, to understand the importance of having open channels of communication where ideas can be exchanged. And that's kind of what we do here at the podcast, right? We Every week we bring on somebody new to introduce you to, to make you aware of, to tell a story to enlighten you about something amazing that's happening here in Northwest Arkansas or something that somebody from Northwest Arkansas is doing around the world. And so today we're going to enlighten you with somebody that's here in Northwest Arkansas making a difference in our community. And that individual is Dr. Bree Beal Jackson, and she is a chiropractor and she has her own chiropractic company and it's called Essence Chiropractic. She's also a doula, which I just realized right before we started recording this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how did I not know this? But that's kind of cool. And and maybe we'll have her talk a little bit about that. But the long and short of it is Dr. Beal Jackson, I welcome you to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Thank you. This is so cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good to have you here. We connected, I think, at the Black Expo, and I can't remember mm-hmm. which one because they it all kind of blend together. The February one. It was this the year, February one. Is mm-hmm. that that's when we officially connected? And right. I kind of knew of you, but I didn't. We had never physically met in person, and we were like, we were "Hey, Instagram I know you, friends. right?" Instagram friends. So, so it was exciting to connect with you and to, um, you know, just have a conversation and and see what you were doing. And then I got a chance to come by your office, which is uptown, north side of Fayetteville right up above Joyce there. And um, I got a chance to be a part of your grand opening, which I was excited about. And I'm just happy to have you here in the studio with me to talk a little bit about what you're doing and and why you came back to Northwest Arkansas to put a flag in the ground, if you will. And so (laughs) why don't you give our audience your superhero origin story, as we talked about, and just share with them a little bit about who Dr. Bree is. Okay. Well, I guess starting from the top, I was born actually, fun fact, most people don't know this, but both my parents were in the army. Okay. I was born on Long Island where my mom's whole family lives. So they did that little Long Island, whatever, for some time. And then both my parents were like, army, hey. So (laughs) we moved to Italy. We lived there for a couple of years, came back to the States, you know, jumped around army bases and whatnot. Then I think it was like 2000, I think, was when my dad got out of the army 
And for some reason, he was like, hey, family, we're moving to Edmond, Oklahoma. Wow. And we're like, what? Like, literally tumbleweeds were there. Like when there was no like, by the way, Edmond is like a suburb of Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. So there was no OKC Thunder at that time. There was really not a lot kicking. I'm like, why? Like our whole family was like, "Mm, okay, like we're going to just trust the process. Wait, isn't what university isn't? Oklahoma State there? No, no that's, that's Stillwater. Stillwater, right. So wait, remind me of where Oklahoma is. So <laughs> Oklahoma is just, where are we? West, west of Arkansas. Like to get to my hometown. No, no, no. Oh, the University of Oklahoma. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, OU. 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 OU is in Norman. Is in Norman. Okay. Yeah. All right. And yep. Norman is maybe like 45, yeah, 40, 40-ish, 45 minutes from like where I grew up. Okay. Well, I've heard of Edmond and- what is Edmund's claim to fame? Well, funny you should ask. Edmund is the home of the University of Central Oklahoma, UCO. Okay. okay. And actually, fun fact, they have one of the best forensics programs like in the country. Oh, Yeah, okay. my sister goes there and she's okay. in that program. So Interesting. You know. Shout out to them. Yeah, we kind of do excellent stuff in our family. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in Edmund. That was fine, I guess. And then I came to the U of A for undergrad. And that was cool. I got my bachelor's in psychology, actually. Yeah, double minored in biology and Spanish. So that was fun for really LOLs. I don't really know why I did any of that stuff. But the original plan was to go to med school. Okay. Pre-med, that was the track of my life. I've known like since I was a kid, like a really small kid that I wanted to be a doctor. So I was like, okay, like obviously, you know, you have to like go to undergrad first and blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay, neat. Fine. Then when I turned 19, I injured my back doing something not even cool. I was getting my backpack out of the backseat of my car and it was very heavy, you know, being in honors and all that stuff. I had a heavy backpack, lifted it improperly. And I just felt like this instant pain, like shoot down my entire back, literally down to my foot. Did not know at the time that that was classic sciatica. Didn't know. But anyway, I was like, oh, I'm 19. Like, it'll go away. This is fine. (laughs) You it did you not go youth away. On your side. Nope, didn't. Did not go away. It was not fine. So that was neat and fun. I had to go to like all these appointments. I went to like a primary care doctor. I did this and that. And they were like, hey, we're going to refer you to an orthopedist because we want you to have spinal surgery at age 19. So I was like, all from an overweight backpack. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because mm. they basically were trying to tell me that I had like a herniated disc and like the fluid was like going to leak into my body and I was going to become paralyzed and stuff. And I was like, Okay, so I go to this appointment. I'm 19. And they're like, yeah, so we want to take the disc out and like fuse your bones together. And I was like, none of that sounded right. It was not <laughs> like really the move for me. I was like, I don't think I want to do that. Like, yeah. I'm 19. I want to like, you know, frolic around with my friends and like, woo, you know, like undergrad fun. That did not sound like fun. So I was like, mm, no. So I was like, you know, what? I'll just not do that. And they're like, okay, well, you can go to PT, I guess. And so I was like, okay, so I did PT for eight weeks. No progress, no change, nothing got better. And they were like, well, I guess you can just go to pain management. I didn't know what that was. I show up to pain management and they're like, here's a bunch of opioids and steroid injections and this and that. Also found that I was allergic to steroid injections that day. They're like, oh, looks like we have to just wait for it to pass. There's nothing we can do. And I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Like that was great. Super fun. I loved doing that. Anyway, and then I was just like, you know, I guess I'm just going to like hobble around, I guess. Like, I don't know. It was starting to like affect the way I walked and all this. It was really getting bad. 
by that point, it's like Christmas break. So I was like, okay, going on for Christmas break as college kids do. My best friend from high school, his dad is a chiropractor. Okay. And I was over at their house, like just hanging out. And he was like, have you ever, have you ever like been to a chiropractor? Like, I feel like that's something that would help you. And I was like, no, like, what is that? I'm not, I mean, I knew he was a chiropractor, but I was like, whatever, like, that seems like not for me. I don't know what that is, but it's not for me. And then he was like, just come by the office one day. Just, just come see. And I was like, all right, man. So I go to his office, do the whole exam, blah, blah, blah. Well, wait, so were you in pain all this time? Mm -hmm. So it was like, like on a, on a scale of one to 10. Oh, I was like fighting for my life. It was over a seven or eight, like every day, sharp pain, like. Also, I had an upstairs apartment at the time. So like getting up and down the stairs was crazy. And like I had a dog and trying to like walk him and this. Yeah. And it was crazy. Oh, man. It was really bad. And like my, well, now husband, then boyfriend was like, maybe you should just go ahead and like have the surgery. Like, uh, I don't know. It no. was that serious. It was then. pretty bad. And yeah. I was like, like there were some days where I like couldn't go to class. Like I couldn't even like get out of bed. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, was, but like, you've heard those stories before. I mean, people talk about how yeah. their life is is fundamentally changed because of a back issue. Oh, yeah. It was paused. And yeah. I was like, oh, like, it, it's fine. Like, you know, like, I was a teenager. I was like, this is fine. Whatever. <laughs> so you're in his office. Yeah, I'm in his office. He's like, okay, just lay down. And I'll just like, whatever. I do all the exam and stuff, whatever. And then he addressed me. I am not even kidding. I stood up. And that was the first time I was pain-free in like eight months. Really? Yeah. like From so- one adjustment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ain't no way. This man just <laughs> did this random stuff to me and I am better. Like, what? I literally went home as my mom. I told her I was going to the appointment. I walked in the door and she was like, so how'd it go? And I was like, look at me walking around. I'm like, fine. I don't, I'm good. I was like, uh, 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 like hitting <laughs> Bending little moves. over. Literally, I was like, oh, Touching oh. your toes. I was like, look, watch me tie stuff. my shoe really quick. Like, oh ooh. Goodness. And she was like, mm, okay. Like still skeptical, you know, how moms are. They're like, okay, whatever. So literally from that moment, I was like, hmm, chiropractic. Interesting. And I literally went back to school that following semester, changed my major back to pre-med, which I had dropped at that point. Sure. Because I was like, what's the point? The medical system is terrible. Like, I'm never going to get better. Ah." Anyway, so I like threw that stuff back on. I applied for chiropractic school like my junior year of undergrad. I went there and I was in Kansas City, Cleveland University and went there, graduated from there last, was that last year? I think, yeah, yeah last I think so. April. I remember, I remember I seeing know. pictures for your graduation, so. Life is a movie. I don't yeah. know. But <laughs> anyway, it was last April. Yeah, yeah, April 22nd. I graduated from there. And then I was like, well, my plan is to move back to Fayetteville. So, yeah, came back here. Mind you, now, fast forward, I am now married to said person from right. earlier. Sure. My husband, we're married now. And we're like, where do we want to live? I don't know, whatever. My family lives in Oklahoma. His family's from El Dorado, Arkansas, which is like South Arkansas. Yeah, I know where El Dorado is. And so this is kind of like a good like halfway, I guess, like between my family and his family. So we're like, this is cool. We liked Fayetteville. Like, why not? You know? Also, I didn't really have like great chiropractic options when I was living here. Sure. Especially, you know, trying to find one, a female doctor and two, like a provider of color was just not, was not an option. Like aside from Dr. Ashley in Bentonville, shout out to her. And with this chiropractic, she was like the only black chiropractor here for a long time. And the only reason why I know about her is because of the black expo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I met her there too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. A long time. She was the only one. And then the only other like black chiropractor that I even know is in Little Rock. Wow. Okay. And yeah, Dr. Rodney Williams, he's been in practice for like probably 30 years now. And I know him through like some like chiropractic organization stuff. 
But anyway, so I was like, yeah, I guess uh, we're going to live here and I'm going to open my office. It's going to be in Fayetteville. And I was very adamant on being in Fayetteville. My realtor was like, well, what about like Springdale or what about that? No, ma'am. It's Fayetteville. No, ma'am. Yeah. (laughs) I need to be in Fayetteville. So I looked for literally a year and I found my office space in March, signed the lease to start in April. Yeah. And then my office was open in May. Yeah. And here we are now. Yeah. Couple months later, and you're you're going strong. Yeah, just so, rocking and rolling. That's awesome. So, man, there's just there's actually a lot to unpack here, and and I certainly want to make sure that we give you enough time to kind of you know kind of share about this because I think a number of a couple of things that you've already said that come to mind that I think anybody listening to this needs to be aware of. First of all, and I'm just going to go right back to the beginning and how you injured yourself in the first place. Most kids these days carry a backpack that has too much in them. Oh my gosh. Is that is that an understatement? Yes. Like okay. even like starting It's with, a real issue. With little kids. And yeah. it's it all really starts with like one, wearing a backpack where the straps are too loose. Yep. You know, it's like the cute like fashion thing or whatever to have like a saggy backpack. Don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. Terrible for your back. So bad. But yeah, you shouldn't be carrying more than like probably ten or fifteen percent of your body weight. So if you're a small, frail child, that means like a book. Right. That's about it. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be having textbooks and a binder and a trapper keeper and a lunchbox and whatever else and like rocks and like whatever kids carry around in their backpacks. It's just too much. A lot of chiropractors I know, they'll do like kind of like how firefighters do the thing where they like make sure your car seat is in the car properly. Mm-hmm. Like they'll yeah. have the kids come to the office and make sure their backpack is like fitting properly and be like, okay, like if you want to have extra stuff, like to carry it in your arms, like maybe like don't. Yeah. Don't do that because you'll put a lot of strain on your back and like really, really hurt yourself. At a young age, which learn from me, it's not fun. And I think the mistake that's usually made with kids is that adults aren't able to determine exactly what's wrong. Like a no. kid will say, oh, my back's, something's hurting. And you just think, oh, this is a kid. Yeah. Walk it off. Like, walk it off. You're yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. And, <laughs> and but the reality away. is, is that they can injure their backs just as, as oh, yeah. easily as an adult can. Oh, yeah. And there's the little bodies, you know, they're still developing. So right. we got to be extra careful, especially with kids and you know, they, they bump around and do crazy things anyways. Like, yeah. you know, kids have no like sense of safety sometimes. So they're just like, oh, I can jump off this and I'll be fine. Right. Woo. You know, so like why add another layer of risk by just something preventable, like having a backpack that's not too heavy. Sure. Well, you know, and every time I see you, you know, you have a smile on your face. And I would think that with the work that you're doing, it's the kind of thing where you're constantly presented with challenges because oh, I know yeah. a lot of your patients come through and Back pain is a real issue, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people that don't get off their couch because of the back pain or don't get mm-hmm. out of their bed mm-hmm. because of their back pain. I remember mm-hmm. my dad talking about sciatica and mm-hmm. how much it used to bother him. And, you know, he would get, um, he didn't take any medication for it. He would kind of, you know, cause he was a guy and he mm-hmm. wanted to tough it out, like, but, but he yeah, was yeah. constantly mm-hmm. in pain. And if you mm-hmm. don't have somebody that's able to help you kind of diagnose what's wrong, then, you know, I mean, it's, it's a challenge. I'm curious to know. Were you ever able to determine what exactly had happened to your back that this chiropractor was able to fundamentally change it in one meeting? Yeah. So basically what ended up happening was I had classic presentation of sciatica, which means your sciatic nerve, which exits like from your lower back and it goes down basically from kind of like the small of your back area all the way down to literally the bottom of your foot. And it's Mm -hmm. a one long nerve. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of ways in which that can be irritated. It can be due to nerve compression. It can be to your vertebrae shifting around and then it closes up the foramen slash exit of where the nerves come out, which, you know, it's much like if you like 
take a hose and kind of like fold it in half and like the pressure builds up. It's right. the same thing. Yeah. And so that's basically what happened. And then it just got worse and worse and worse. And my body started overcompensating for that pain. So I started like changing the way I walked, which then caused hip problems, which then caused a knee problem, which then started causing like a plantar fasciitis, like bottom of the foot sort of pain problem. So it just kind of leads to this whole domino effect of issues that I didn't really know were even crazy. Like I couldn't even get through a 45 minute lecture without like overwhelming low back pain to where I was like, I have to like find a reason to, you know, like pretend to fill my water bottle or yeah. like I have to take a pretend phone call to get up and like walk around or something because it was just too crazy. But um, statistically, 40% of people will experience low back pain wow. in their life. And wow. I think of that 40%, most people will just start taking a medication for it, whether the medication is just like a, a like an ibuprofen, like a, you know, an anti-inflammatory or something. Or some people will get prescribed straight away an opioid, which is like all bad. Don't Highly do it. addictive. I just watch painkillers yeah. on Netflix and that just, mm-hmm. I mean, I've never been, I don't, I'm always like, yeah, I'll, I'll just endure the pain. <clears throat> right. But after watching that, I like never want to let one of those pills ever right. pass my lips. So. Yeah. They prescribed that to me at pain management, by the way. And they were like, you need to take this. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And they were like, mm, but you should. And I was like, I don't think so. Mm, I'm, I'm straight on that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And to the point to where, like, when you go to pain management, by the way, they make you do, like, drug testing every month. So sure. Whatever, I guess. That's, like, part of their thing. And for several months, like, the stuff was not coming up in my system, as I told them. It would not. And they literally were like, hey, we need you to bring all the pills we've ever prescribed you or the scripts or we're going to call the police because we think you're selling them. Oh, okay. And I was like. Are you being for real? Yeah, they like, were being for real. I was like, are you punking me right now? No. Like, I was like, I literally told you that I'm not going to take these. And I said it every single month for several months that I have no intention of taking these. So you never even f- filled the no, prescription? I think I filled one. Okay. I yeah. filled one and then I got them and I was like, mm-mm. Mm. I was like, no, I'm good. And I was like, this doctor, by the way, was like a thousand years old. So he was actually doing like paper scripts. So I was like, I'm 19 years old. I don't know where these little right. sheets of paper yeah, are. Yeah. I have no idea. Typically, they just call your they call your pharmacist now and just right. do it over the That's phone. That's what I'm saying. I was so, like, this is like yeah. so ghetto and like old school. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I was like, okay, man. I was like, call the police, I guess, because I don't want to tell you. That's funny. That's I'm like, funny. well, we're going to have to remove you as a patient. And I was like, do it. <laughs> By that time, you were healed, though, anyway. So. By then, yeah. I was yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But anyway, yeah, a bunch of people experience sciatica or any sort of low back pain throughout their life. Most people, it does happen to them when they get older. So it was kind of crazy that happened to me so young. But also, they told me I'm hypermobile. So they're like, something's probably going to happen to you anyway. And I was like, great. What does hypermobile mean? <laughs> so that just means that all of my joints move further than they should. It was cool when I was Is a dancer. Is that a good or bad thing? Mm, it's like a neutral thing. It's just like a trait some people have. A lot. Of, well, also women. It doesn't just, mean you're more flexible. I mean, to a degree, but it's like my joints have a further range of motion than regular people. So okay. like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 My and thumb you, can touch yeah, my forearm show, yeah, in like I, a gross way. Yeah. I cannot. I, yeah. I, I, well, I couldn't do it without breaking my Yeah. Probably, like like being so. double jointed, stuff right, like that. Right, so right. it's like, it's a cool party trick, I guess. But yeah. it's, in the end, it'll get you. Like it got me. Sure. It was fine when I was a dancer. I was a dancer for like 12 years, so it was cool then, but interesting, useless now. So you're walking the campus of the University of Arkansas. You ultimately decided, you, and, and you had the foundation. I mean, you got a Spanish, a minor in Spanish. You had a minor in biology, which not many people do, and you decided yeah. to do it. So that mm-hmm. probably helped you along the way. And then you you hit this point where you were able to have this kind of outer body experience, if you will, in your body mm-hmm. where you, you got to experience what 
a lot of your current patients feel like when they come to see you. Yeah. And so does that give you a level of humility and a level of understanding that maybe maybe some chiropractors don't have? I think it does, especially when I was in school, because, you know, when you're like learning, you're like practicing on each other. Yeah. Let's face the facts. I mean, yeah. Were we practicing at home? No, (laughs) I would never do that. But, you know, when you're like being supervised at school by your professors or whatever, and we're like learning how to do like adjustments and like even just palpation, which is just like feeling around to find landmarks anatomically and stuff. Some of these people were really like drilling into you. And I'm like, hello, like you cannot use your full body force through your hand to like feel for things. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people, you know, they were all like young 20 somethings people. And I'm like, if you've never been in any sort of chronic pain in your life, you have no idea. Like you're going to really hurt somebody like more than they already are. And my patients tell me a lot. They're like, wow, you like adjust so gently and you're so like soft and nice and all this. And I'm like, I mean, what other way is there to do it? And they're like, oh, I've been to other places and they're just like jerking me around and like doing this and doing that. And I'm like, "Mm, couldn't be me. What's the fascination though? Because like I've seen those TikTok videos of those, you know, and it's just like, you know, and and it it almost feels like they have an amplified track, right? Of the cracks and everything. And it's like, it's almost like ASMR for, mm-hmm. for chiropractic. That's dope. It's definitely like some Hollywood magic is going on for sure. And they yeah. definitely like mic up the people. And yeah. Like, you know, it, like they're being a little dramatic. Like they're like, oh, oh does, like I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the cracks sound insane sometimes. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. He, and I I can't watch it. I, I do admit that I, I'm a big fan of Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. watch that show. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of gross. But I also feel like that's like a needed ability. And, and yes. certainly I love her bedside manner She's with so all nice. of her. Yeah, she yeah. really is nice. And I mean, there's something to be said for that, for, for something that, you know, when you look at the the lives of the people that, you know, you think, and, and I, I would imagine the same would be for back pain, that so many people not necessarily go undiagnosed, mm-hmm. but they go untreated. Oh yeah. Like a lot of the thing that I see a lot of the time is where someone will come in and they'll be like, Oh, yeah, I've been experiencing this low back pain forever. I told my primary care doctor about it. And 18 years ago. Yeah, right, right. And it's like, yeah, I used to be a football player. You yeah. know, I'm in my 50s now. I've just been dealing with it forever. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I told my doctor about it and they were like, okay, here's this, you know, here's this anti-inflammatory. Here's this steroid pain relief, whatever. Yeah. That's not really treating the problem. That's really just putting a Band-Aid over the issue. Whereas chiropractic, like think about your life like a tree. We get to the root cause sure. you know if the plant is infected at the root it's just going to keep spreading and get mm-hmm. worse and worse and worse but if you go to the root of the issue and like address it there that kind of knocks it out you're not just like putting a band-aid over it yeah. or just like uh like we're just going to treat the symptoms no i'm treating the actual cause not just like the actual manifestation of what you see yeah well and i'm going to give a, a quick shout out and and i will say that this was before you moved to town but a good friend of mine is a chiropractor's name is dr ben ozan mm-hmm. uh, i've had him on my podcast and dr ben's amazing i had some back issues mm-hmm. and he took me through a very uh, both my wife and i he took us both through a place where he got us to to truly be free of back pain like mm-hmm. like you said he got to the root of the problem mm-hmm. and slowly unwound yes. that issue and it wasn't like an instant, oh, he cracked my back and I was straight. Yeah, I and mean, I was I'm, forever. I'm on those yeah. balancing tables. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all kinds of stuff that mm-hmm. over time yeah. made a huge difference. And mm-hmm. so there's something to be said for that, right? Most and, def. Like yeah. healing is definitely not linear. Like when I, I have patients for sure, like, you know, they get up and they're like, oh my gosh, like I haven't felt this good in so long. I'm like, yeah, like 
that's great. But this is still step one. We can't just like only go one time and just think, oh my gosh, like we're going to be healed forever. No, not because a lot of reasons. One, because your muscles have to reacclimate to being where they're supposed to be. Sure. Your joints have to reacclimate to where they're supposed to be. And it's kind of like when you go to the orthodontist and you get braces, you don't wear braces for one day and then just think everything's going to be fine. You know, you have to wear the braces and then you have to wear the retainer. And then, you know, that's kind of how your teeth stay straight. It's the same thing. Your teeth are shockingly bones. And so, you know, it's the same concept. It's just your spine. So people, there's also this other myth where like, once you go to the chiropractor, you have to go for the rest of your life. Yes, yes. No, you just understand what it feels like to be well and you want to maintain wellness. Yeah. That was the one thing I was surprised when Ben told me. It's like, hey, man, you don't have to come back here ever again if you don't need to. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you don't, I don't have to. I mean, there's no like signing you know, in blood or anything. Yeah, like, I don't need to see you. I'm not going to put your voice basis. in a shell and keep it forever. Like, <laughs> no. So people just like feeling better, I yeah. think. And I don't force people to come. Like, once they graduate to wellness, per se, like if they leave their active complaint and then graduate to wellness, then I'm like, look, it's really up to you. Listen to your body. Like, that's part of what I do is teaching people how to listen to their body, too. Yeah. It's like, you know, when things are off now, because now you know what it's like to be perfectly aligned as you should be and the way you should be moving around. So when you start to feel it, you know, going left a little bit, it's very easy to like catch it right then versus waiting for it to cascade all the way down to level 10. Absolutely. And then you're back where you started. Yeah. And there's even things that people can do on their own that can kind of help, like, Absolutely. you know, being able to stretch a little bit more mm-hmm. often, being, uh, mobile. being mobile. I know I typically get on a monkey bar and stretch out my mm-hmm. arms um, mm-hmm. so that I can kind of decompress my yep. back some Yep. and correct me if I'm doing something I, I shouldn't be doing. But no, I was that. just taught that that was a good way to kind of alleviate some of the pressure on the vertebrae on it your is. back. So That's gravity. Yeah. It's the use of gravity. It's yeah. very simple to do. Like you've probably seen people like, in the gym, I call it like dead hangs or something yes, or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know, they like jump up on there and they just like, you can literally see people's spines like almost like a paper fan when you like pull it open. It's yeah. literally that. And yeah, really just staying mobile and stretching and things like that helps you stay well. But that's the other thing too. People don't really want to do the work at home. Mm-hmm. And so that's another reason why some people are like, chiropractic doesn't work. And I'm like, well, you didn't do the things I asked you to do. So is there a direct correlation for not taking in enough liquids and the challenges that sometimes you have with your back Absolutely. when it comes to that? Because I, I think people don't understand that either. So no. staying hydrated <laughs> also supports a healthy back. In a number of ways, actually, because one, staying hydrated, one, helps your body flush out toxins and keeps things moving. So, you know, like when you see like swimmers or like athletes or, you know, football players or something and they like catch a terrible cramp. Well, you probably weren't being hydrated enough. And then all those things accumulate in your muscles. And that's what cramps are. If you're drinking enough water, it like flushes out because that's how cells work Work. and osmosis and stuff. Also, your discs that are between your vertebrae are made of water. So if there's no, you know, if it's like a desert inside your body, <laughs> it's going to be a desert. It's going to be pretty dry in there, it is you know? Be dry, yeah. So it's like, just just drink some water. Yeah. It not does tea. Help. I'm not saying like, no, it needs to be water. Water. Yeah. Water. H2O. So people are like, I drink a lot of tea. No, ma'am. That no. is not water. That it doesn't count. It not doesn't the same. Count. Speaking of athletes, you had a chance to work with athletes both in undergrad and now you're working with athletes again. You work with a number of the U of A athletes. And I do. What, what have those conversations been like as you educate them around a healthy back? Because, I mean, clearly they are taking in whether it's a basketball player or yeah. whether it's a football player in different ways. They are putting some mileage on their back. Oh, yeah. Whether they're hanging off of a rim or mm. going to extend for a rebound mm. or 
getting tackled, bracing themselves for a tackle. Exactly. (laughs) How do you engage them and educate them about this process? For those guys, the biggest thing is it's two things. One, listening to your body and knowing like when too much is too much. Because a lot of times they're like, oh, well, you know, just one more rep because I'm tough. And I'm like, no, man. I get it. You're 20. You think you can do this for the rest of your life, but also listen to your body. I've seen so many of my guys come in and they're like, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And see, now I'm hobbling around. I'm like, see? Yeah. Ugh. Like I even had somebody that he was like, I maxed out on a rep. I knew I shouldn't have done that, like a weight training thing yeah. and tore spec. Oh my God. And so his season is over really? because of, you know, trying to be cool and like showing off and all that. And I'm like, see? Hmm. Yeah. Another big part of it too is mobility, which is like you have to be stretching. You have to be like you can be as strong as you want, but if you're not stretching, then what does it matter? Because if your muscles are not used to going beyond that like unnatural limit of you know running as fast as you do or getting hit as hard as you do or jumping that high or whatever, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. Like I mean, inevitable. That, that's huge because I've actually over-indexed. I know since the pandemic, I have kind of I stretch in the morning and at mm-hmm. night. I got a Peloton. So mm-hmm. they stretching is a big part of yes. the whole Peloton system. And so I make it a point to stretch in the morning. Sometimes I do a full body. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do a lower, lower body. Sometimes I'll do an upper body. Mm-hmm. But then what, I, what I've also found, and this is for anybody listening, I'm telling you, if you just take 10 minutes in the evening to do a little stretch before you go to bed, you will find that you sleep better. Oh, so soundly. Yes. Like even I tell all my patients, I'm like, you don't have to be the world's most flexible person. That's not what I'm saying. But literally even just going on YouTube, which is free, yep. literally the internet is free, yep. go to YouTube and I just tell them put in yoga for beginners. Yeah. So it's not like we're not putting our feet behind our head. We're not like right, getting right. in these weird pretzel positions. Like it's literally just basic <laughs> stuff and then you're doing it at home. So there's not like an audience. There's no like people like judging you or whatever. Like right. Literally just do your best. And it's like a 10 or 15 minute thing. And you would just be so surprised. The people that are compliant and do what I ask them to do, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, wow, like that really does help. And I'm like, wow, I'm not just like talking to talk. Like, cool. Like, I'm glad you heard me. And I have a couple of my athletes that have taken that seriously, too. And they actually go to like hot works together now. They're like, oh, wow, like this is honestly like really something like I can really run really far. And my back doesn't lock up when I'm, you know, doing 40 yard dashes or, you know, like running for a punt return or something. And I'm like. Neat. Makes, makes a big difference. So are you, are you a fan or would you recommend like hot yoga to anybody that I can would. Stood it, stand it? I would. The, okay. the hot part really does help get your muscles warm and yeah. that whole thing. I mean, it's not America's most comfortable thing, I would say. Right. I don't like being hot. So I'm like, uh, don't like it. It's but- just something about it, though. Every time I've walked out of a hot yoga whether I've done it at Trailside mm-hmm. or a few other places, shout out to Yoga Elixir Lounge. Yes, yes. Uh, Dr. Calhoun. Yes. Mm -hmm. Dr. Calhoun's doing some amazing things, but I got to tell you, there's just, I just feel different. Yeah. And especially if you do it like in the wintertime and you walk outside and you feel that cold air, Mm -hmm. it just hits you differently. "Ah, Yeah. ah." It it just feels good. Yeah. It just feels good. So, but I I mean, I want that for anyone listening to this. I mean, I I think you should feel good. Your body should feel good. And of course, as we age and I'm no spring chicken, but I'm telling you, you almost have to over-index in some of these areas mm-hmm. to ensure that, you know, your body doesn't become brittle. Uh, I was watching a, a special about the Blue Zones. And are you familiar with the Blue Zones at a all? A little bit. A little I don't bit. know too much about it. So so I've it's heard. on a guy named Dan Butner wrote a book about Blue Zones. And mm-hmm. it's about some of the places where people live the longest. Oh, okay, One okay, of those okay. is Okinawa. And yes. they did, a st- I saw the 35-minute 
episode on Okinawa and they were just talking about, you know, just the multi-generational living, Mm -hmm. the healthy diet and all that. But then the other thing that they said was that, you know, Okinawans don't typically use a lot of furniture in their house. Mm -hmm. They sit down on the ground. And Mm -hmm. the point that he made was simply this. When you have an 80-year-old that is sitting on the ground and gets up like 30 or 40 times in a day, that's like doing 30 or 40 squats for a person that's 80 plus years of age. And imagine like holding stuff in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, there's something to be said for maybe from time to time when you're in your family room sitting down on the ground, Mm -hmm. when you watch a movie, maybe foregoing sitting on the couch and just, Mm -hmm. you know, getting a little grounded, if you will, no pun intended. And (laughs) you know, feeling that and then just, you know, using whatever you need to use to get up and you'll find that over time it becomes a lot easier. Absolutely. And there's even a lot of research similar to that where people are now doing their workouts barefoot. Oh, yeah. 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 I've done that for my husband does that. He's a trainer. And, you know, doing that forces the intrinsic muscles of your feet to work harder, which actually makes the whole workout harder Yeah, because you can't rely on like an arch of a shoe or whatever to like hold you up. And it also does just really just strengthen your whole body more adequately. I, I, I do it a little bit every now and then in my neighborhood. I just got to watch out for glass and poop. Mm, but other cool. than that, everything yeah. else is good. We have so. a home gym, so we just do it in the garage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not, no, but, but I'm when I, not walking around barefoot outside. I'm no, no, no. It. I understand. I I'm understand. not doing that. So. You could. There was a guy, I read about a guy in um somewhere in New York City, maybe in Queens. Or no, he's in Connecticut. But he has, for the longest time, he has not worn shoes yeah, anywhere. And the only time he puts shoes on is when he's required like force. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but his feet are very healthy. Of course, they're highly calloused mm-hmm. and all that, but they're strong. Oh, yeah. And uh, it just makes for a much stronger foundation. It does. And then I had a lot of friends like in chiropractic school and stuff that now to this day, they still like when they're at work, they don't wear shoes. And they, yeah. you know, they wear like a sock or something, maybe if it's cold. Yeah. But there's like, it's just easier to control what you're doing better. I'm a croc girl. I'm I'm in a croc. A wide toe box. <laughs> I live for it. I don't care that they're ugly. I don't think they're ugly actually. They're very comfortable. So who cares? Like a Birkenstock, a croc. Yeah. Something where your feet can actually expand the way they're intended to. Yep. <sighs> yeah. That's cool. Well, listen, I don't wanna I mean, you've you've been so kind with your time and, and I really appreciate you giving us an opportunity of to course. be able to tell your story on our platform. I wanna ask you a favor for our listeners. Would you be willing to just give a simple recommendation of some resources um, that individuals, that listeners of the podcast can reach out for if they want to gain some more insight and understanding above and beyond just your website. Maybe something that mm-hmm. they should look mm-hmm. at for some, uh, just a better idea about how they can, you know, give some love back to their back and mm-hmm. uh, to their body in general, yes. as far as that's concerned. Would you be able to provide us with a few resources that might be helpful? And you don't have to rattle them off here. I can you can just shoot me an email with mm-hmm. a couple of links and we'll include that along with a link to your website because I'm assuming you're you're open for taking new clients or I am. okay that's good Every to know day. I do Every same day, day appointments there book online <laughs> please whole, don't call my office night, the whole night, and and the website is essence-chiropractic.com it is okay perfect you can also perfect. hit me up on Instagram Facebook I've had patients do that people will be like hey like they'll just like slide in the DMs and they're yeah. like, hey, which, can I please What's your come Instagram in? handle? Uh, my Instagram is Dr. Brie Cairo. So it's just yeah, D-R-B-R-I-C-H-I-R-O. Perfect. There you go. And we'll put all of that in the show oh, notes yeah. so that you guys can reach out to Dr. Brie and gain some additional insight. If this was helpful for you, please let her know that you heard about her first here on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. And I certainly would encourage you to support her, support her business and, and all that she's doing to create awareness 
around a healthy body and more importantly, a healthy back and just the holistic nature of it. It's not, I mean, we shouldn't have to go through our lives, uh, you know, with, with pill boxes littered around oh, our yeah. nightstand. We should be able to live a healthy life and not living off of, off of pills. And, yeah, I, and I get it. So, yeah. Some mm-hmm. people have that dependency, sure. but certainly we want to encourage you to find alternative ways to find your healing. Oh yeah. There's more than one way to do it. You know, yeah. like just because the traditional Western medicine model, that might work for some people. It did not work for me, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying it's a wrong answer. It's just a different one. Right. You know, I just like to give people resources and be like, have you considered this option? I'm not saying you have to do it, but here's what you could do. You could try it. Right. I always like to say, because chiropractic is very conservative care. So it's like, let's try the the baby step first before we do something we can't come back from, sure. like a surgery. You can't really undo that. Yeah. If chiropractic doesn't work for you, you don't like it, that's fine. I can refer you somewhere else. I have no problem referring you to the next step. Like, I want you to get better ultimately. Yeah. But why not try something low risk before we do something extremely high risk sure, that sure. you, I mean, let's be real. If surgery, you might not wake up for real. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, well, I have to ask, did you ever go back to that doctor that had suggested that you get surgery to say, see, look at me, um, like do a handspring I in front of him? I was like, you know what? <laughs> so, you got it, dog. Like, yeah. I'm going to let you keep, you know, doing you. I'm sure you're, you're, you're turning lives somewhere. Right. I'm right. glad that's working for you. But sure. at the crisp age of 19, it was not, not it was not thing. hitting for me. I and maybe like, somebody mm-hmm. that's listening to this is at a young age and facing something like that. And we're always, I'm always suggesting that you get advice from the experts. I'm not dispensing any medical advice whatsoever on this podcast. This is purely entertainment and information, but certainly I, I, you need to talk with your general practitioner, whoever, whoever your doctor is, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, talk to a chiropractor because research, they're, you know? they're, yeah, they're doctors too. And it's just you know, a different school of thought, you know, it's yeah. not wrong. It's just different. Yep. yep. So I just like to educate people every way I can. Cause I'm like, well, have you considered option two? Right, right. And they're like, what yeah. do you mean? I've only ever heard of option one. And I'm like, well, <laughs> here you go. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to make the decision for you, but I love giving resources and this and that and websites and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, I also do have a doctorate. This is not made up. Right. Exactly. This is real science. Yep. I am a primary care physician. Just yes. saying, I'm also a portal of entry doctor, meaning like I can write you a referral somewhere else sure. if you need it. Yeah. So I'm not really seeing the cons of not trying it. Exactly. exactly. And a lot of my athletes that I've, like my NIL guys, had never been adjusted before, ever. And they're yeah. like, I don't have a reason to do this. I'm like, mm, <laughs> Until they happen. Now they're, now they're coming back. It's oh, now like, they're hitting me up like they, got like they get paid to do yeah, it or something. Exactly. And I'm like, yeah. geez Louise, you yeah. guys. Like, And they're like, oh, Dr. B, do you have time this week? I'm like, man, I just saw you. But yeah. I do. That's good. Well, certainly the 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 likelihood of us winning an SEC championship may rest in your hands. I mean, no pun intended. They so. did. They did say I am the best chiropractor in the SEC. There I don't know what there metric they have for that. I didn't ask. I was like, you know what? I'll take that I'll take one. It. Yeah. I don't know. I, I also. It. I think I'm like one of the only chiropractors that is doing nil deals. So. Oh wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know. Well, we'll be sure to make sure that all of the listeners know how to reach Doctor. And like I said, if you you ever want, I mean, I've been with a, I've been to chiropractors before on multiple occasions, one because of an accident. And then the other time was just because my back needed mm-hmm. just lifestyle. getting older lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I mean, it, it was the best thing ever. And I didn't have to keep going. 
I got corrected. I got right. And, you know what's and, and I'm doing what I need to do on a daily basis. I yeah, stretch. But you're following you know. instructions. Right. I am. I am following instructions, which, you know, if you don't, that's just more job security. Yeah. I'm like, don't do it, please. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, what? No, seriously, though, it's not as hard as you think. It's so. Not. But Dr. Bree, thank you so much for joining us thank on the podcast. We appreciate it's a it. Pleasure. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. Remember, you can find our podcast everywhere. Great podcasts can be found. I'd love it if you'd give us a rating, a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. You can review us right on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. Let us know how great the podcast is and share it with a friend because sharing is caring. Remember, our episodes come out every Monday, rain or shine. And I would love to see you next week for another new episode of the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and we'll see you back here soon. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.